0: Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast Today on CookieCast it's the football podcast Everybody's here for the football podcast Yes, that is the name of this podcast Some people say it's a little bit on the nose I don't know You know, could be about knitting Anyway Paul's here to lead us through what's going on with the games this week, and uh, Stu and Matt are going to see if they can predict their way to a a win for the week, even if their teams might not. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying, you know, you never know. If you're watching us on YouTube, sweet. If you're listening to us, sweet. But wherever you get your podcasts, do subscribe because it's a big help to us. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the football podcast.
1: Recording in progress.
0: The lady is correct. The recording is in progress. I'll hand you over to the glamorous. Mr. Paul Williams.
2: That's right, folks. So it's, uh, it's time for another instalment of insert name of podcast here. Um, yes, it's it's uh, it's the football show, ladies and gentlemen. So obviously, we're about to moan for the next thirty to forty to fifty to sixty minutes about the current state of our. Prerequisite teams that we, uh, for some reason, have chosen to support. No idea why. Welcome along. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's all all you need to know about the uh, the, the wide world of Hull, not Forest and Middlesbrough based supporting. So what better place to start than?
3: Don't do week? it.
2: End of podcast. Well, yeah. What, what better place <laughs> to start than by? Having a look in the mirror and re-selecting your football team. <laughs> but we'll, we'll we'll dive in where it's probably best place to start. We'll go straight into last week's football fixtures and we'll see how we got on with our predictions. And let's do that now, shall we? So, Andrew, what was the uh, what was the first game you have listed in your book? I believe it may be Hull versus
0: QPR. Oh, I was hoping you weren't going to say that because you are correct. It is Hull versus QPR. Uh, Stu, no. As a as a Hull City no. uh, representative, no. can you let no. us know what happened with your team? No, um,
3: I can't I can't tell you what happened I don't think anybody can tell you what happened because they were absolutely goddamn awful Tell
0: so you can I'm, ass- you know.
3: I'm assuming that they actually turned up and played and it wasn't just the three nil sort of scoreline that they give when like the game is like cancelled for some reason but they did hold lose three nil at home to QPR uh, they they Goal scorers for QPR sounds like some sort of innuendo bingo in the sense of it was Willock, Dykes and Dickey and um, within that game, Hull City also had uh, Moncur sent off in the 71st minute but only one of those goals happened after, after the red card so it's not even an excuse yeah, just I mean if you ever want to strap yourselves in for a weekend of all-out disappointment, get yourself down the MKM Stadium. Wow. Oh God.
2: I believe, Mister. I believe Mister. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. would like to offer up a counterpoint. <laughs> you get promoted last season.
3: Yeah, we did. But <laughs> I mean, nothing, nothing, nothing <laughs> quite like nothing quite like a, a good opening day away win scoring four goals and then a 3-0 home thumping to bring you straight back down to earth yeah,
2: yeah
3: that'll do it <laughs> maybe they'll let us play in league <laughs> one every week and then we'll be alright all, all move down <laughs> yeah sounds like it works lads sadly if we keep playing like that we will be playing in league one every week next, next time <laughs> round right.
1: Picking, picking the people who you
3: want to play each
1: week, isn't that the
3: wasn't that what the Super
2: League was? <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds very similar, yeah. It sounds like a very similar argument. So Andrew, us out of our misery then, who, if anyone, got points for a QPR away victory?
0: You see, when he says it like that, I feel like he already knows the only one person got any points out of this game and it was in fact It was in fact Paul. Uh, because Paul decided not to back Hull, um, didn't quite get the two points, fell short because Paul went for a uh, a nil two, or a, or a QPR victory, uh, fell a little short, um, but it's okay, because not only is he the only point only person to have got points out of the score, he is also the only person to get. Any points for goal scorers? Two points for you there, sir. And um, me, me, Matt and Stu are going to go halves on some locks to go with our bagels. But, does Mr Williams have the right to be this smug? Let's find out by finding out what his team in their game. Middlesbrough versus the Bristol City boys. Now then I'm going to give you a little taste here. Points heavy. That's all I'm saying. Paul what happened in this mighty game?
2: Well Middlesbrough decided to do what Hull City could not do And that was give their home supporters a warm welcome back to the Riverdance with all three points in a stellar 2-1 performance.
0: Indeed. Now then, this is where it gets a little bit tasty. Because... Can you tell me who scored the three goals in this game?
2: I can indeed, if I can stop yawning. Um, there was a first Middlesbrough goal for Uche Uh The equaliser for Bristol City came in the form of an Andy King strike. And then ten minutes later, the winner... Was a another guy scoring his first goal for Middlesbrough. It was Matt Crooks.
0: First, but not his last. But that's a little taste for something later. Um, so clearly, what happened here was Stu decided ah, my team's not uh, not done overly well. So what I'm going to have to do is get all the points off Middlesbrough for this one. Because somebody correctly predicted the score, didn't they, Stu? indeed, but got got a little pot opened it up, got a cherry out, went like that by picking ik Piazu for a little goal um, what, I can, what I can let everybody know is that in actual fact everybody got points here um, not in the region of, uh, of Mr Woodmancy unfortunately for us just one point each because we all said Middlesbrough for the win nobody else picked a goal scorer unfortunately so Stu uh, romping off into the lead I know what you're thinking can he keep that lead can he maybe Matt can help us with that by telling us what happened in the Nottingham Forest AFC Bournemouth game
1: I think Forest at this stage were on a I think it was either a seven or an eight win, eight games without a win uh, streak, not taking into account the EFL Cup or the awful cup or whatever you'd like to call it. And they decided to make it another game without a win. Yes. Uh, losing 2-1 to Bournemouth. Um, so, yeah, they, uh, Bournemouth took the lead. Uh, Forest equalised. Then Bournemouth re-took the lead, had one of their main players sent off, and Forrest could do nothing about it. Um, so yeah, a, a kind of disappoint disappointing loss after winning in the, uh, the the in the in the cup the previous
0: week. So scores wise, this makes it real interesting. Paul, the only one who wasn't able to commit to a win, went with a draw, took no points for that, but then correctly predicted one of the goal scorers' points. Stew, by not backing Forest to win, got himself a little point. Obviously, the Forest fan followed suit and also got himself a little point. Um, there was, uh, there was one man, though, one man who knew exactly how it was going to go down, and that is this man. Did not correctly predict the scores or get any goal scorers. I thank you. I thank you. <laughs> now, I hear what you're saying. What you're saying is, so what does the start of the week look like? There sounds like a lot of points going on. Um, where Stu was romping ahead, as we know, a trickle can be a lot. Eventually. So, in reverse book order. First half of the week looks like this. This guy. Hello. As we all know, hate points. Not, not a fan. So, just one so far. Matt. Matt's got two points. Currently drawing the week. Stu and Paul with points now then now then now then now then the way the way we've been recording certainly the last couple of weeks it's very touch and go because games are in progress and as i seem to remember was last week's theme we were we were waiting on results uh, at time of recording we just managed to uh, get all the results in for these games before pressing the record button. And, um, well, we're back with Hull City. Um, they took on Derby County. Stew. Still no. No. Nah. It's not, it's not, no, is it? Uh...
3: So, yeah, we've... Uh, second game on the spin. Home defeat. Uh, except for this time, it was by a team who could probably just barely feel the team. Um, and, yeah, we lost 1-0 to a Sam Baldock goal in the 57th minute. Although, take the positives. Nobody got sent off this time, so, yeah, whatever.
0: Now, then... Uh let's face it, nobody saw this one come in. And uh, to the to the tune of of four predictions, not a single Derby County goal scorer was predicted. So I think we all know where this is going. It's uh, it's zeros boys. Coke zero, zero fat, zero sugar. Zero.
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a bold prediction for the podcast moving forward. Um, Any time Derby come up in a prediction, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that at least, well, I was gonna say at least one of us will put Derby down to never yeah. score a goal. But I have to, I was just about to say, I have to change it to a very specific, Mr. Matthew Moore. Any time Derby are involved, will not be giving him a goal ever. Definitely not wins.
0: Because they're not in the room. Also
2: that. We uh, we uh, re- to be fair, we would have really struggled to predict their
1: score tonight, considering he wasn't on the fucking team till Friday. <laughs> was it Friday, or it might have been after the weekend? When did? Yeah, Jack- I, don't, I don't think he was in the sc- It's Monday.
2: Time for Saturday, was he? He's only he's only just been like signing time for tonight's game.
1: They were signed up. They signed on Monday. Jagielka and Baldock was it who scored the goal? So yeah, yeah. we couldn't predict that one because you know, unless with some kind of like you
2: know Nostradamus, then uh, yeah, you know, we wouldn't have been able to predict that one. So obviously, uh, we've 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 done the section of the podcast where we piss Matt off. Um, <laughs> we could just dive straight into the section of the podcast where we piss Matt uh, where we piss Stew off equally as much. Because, uh, just to ruin his evening slightly more, on the 73rd minute, um, Richard Smallwood, captain, was removed. And in his place Done. was Tom Huddleston. That yep. player, he definitely didn't want to re-sign with the club yep. that was brought on. So,
3: Yep. I've seen, seen the tweet. Gr- grateful for another chance. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, that was Monday as well, wasn't it? Every day this week has felt like Monday. To be fair, and that, <laughs> the results—the results are not helping. Just yeah. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I've um, there, there might be more to come from that man later on, but we'll uh, I'll, I'll leave that be for now.
0: So. I'm feeling a theme coming. Um, Middlesbrough took on QPR. I'd I'd love to know what was going on with all the extra time added. At one point, BBC Sport were like, yeah, we've got like nine extra minutes, ten extra minutes, five extra minutes. It's like, make your freaking mind up. Anyway, that's not why we're here. We're not here to talk about BBC Sport and their timekeeping. Middlesbrough took on QPR um Paul, are you in a position to talk about this? I didn't know if the tissue was uh, for for, uh, for this area here or here um, just I'll let you I'll let you tell the, the people
2: well, I mean uh, what can I say? obviously QPR travelled into the northeasterly section of the country for the second time in the space of four days. Obviously, must have had extra beans on their fry up, or extra beans in their coffee, or something like that. Um, and they've travelled to the northeast or the north easterly section of the country, and they've bagged themselves another three goals away from home. So obviously, they're now petitioning the EFL to see if they can play all of their games away in that region of the country. For the rest of the season, uh, sadly, they scored three, and Middlesbrough could only score two.
3: That's not true. What? Middlesbrough did score three.
2: <laughs> we're not. We're not doing this, Stu. We're not. We're not. We're not playing these sick games that you've got. That that, I, that I've just realised what you're doing to me, you, you, <laughs> you, you filthmonger, are you. Yes, Stu is technically correct. Three Middlesbrough players did get on the score sheet. Sadly, one of them was in his own net. What makes this game worse is the fact that the game was poised nicely at 1-1 in the 50th minute when ex-hole player Moses odobadju was shown a second yellow card for cruelly and with malice of forethought. Scything down young Isaiah Jones Outside the, ber- the penalty box When he was streaking in Not streaking obviously That thing. <laughs> um, He was on a tear to get into the box He brought him down And he was shown a second yellow card So he was a red carded at 50 minutes The game was poised nicely at 1-1 And QPR managed to score twice With 10 men Oh my good god it all started so well as well because after seven minutes there was a there was a second goal for Big Uche Piantu. Then obviously came the uh, the own goal that Mister Woodman is referring to. Mister John uh, Mister Johnny Houston scored an own goal in the forty eighth minute. Um, QPR then took the lead with a Lyndon Dykes strike in the fifty sixth minute. There was then a second, well, a second, an equaliser for Middlesbrough in the uh, form of another Matt Crooks goal, to which I've obviously now commented that for the rest of the season, for any home game Middlesbrough play, just basically get your money on Hik Piazza and Crooks to score. So that seems to be the pattern that's uh, that's emerging from the uh, early, early season. Uh, and then four minutes later, Chris Willock scored the winner for QPR.
3: So that's in in two in two games for both Willock and Dykes because they scored against Hull as well. Um, Dicky just couldn't get his uh, he couldn't complete the innuendo bingo hat trick again. Oh, I thought I honestly thought you were going to say Dicky couldn't keep his end up. I mean, I, I tried, but it just the words just wouldn't fall in the right order. Well, yeah.
2: What's that done scores-wise,
0: Mr Booker? I was just about to say, now I know what you're going to ask me. What's that done for the scores? Well, I'll tell you what that's done for the scores. Um, something that I feel might need investigating by an independent adjudicator is when Paul gets the score wrong, puts down a draw, but then manages to get like a good chunk of goal scorers. <laughs> Somebody will be looking into this momentarily. Um, yeah, Paul had us down for a for a draw, which I'm sure at various points throughout the game would have been worth points. Um, however, did get not one but two goal scorers, so a couple of points there. Um, Stu had Middlesbrough down for a win. Matt had Middlesbrough down for a win, and so did I. Um the only saving grace there is uh Matt likes them likes them points, a couple of goal scorers there. Ikepiatsu and uh and Dykes Speaking of Matt, he follows mm. he follows a particular team, and that team is Nottingham Forest. And they went up against Blackburn Rovers. Um
1: You know, I, I kind of alluded to it before and, you know, we're on somewhat of a non-winning streak. I've just checked up on the stats. It's, it was eight matches. It is now nine matches without a win. Um, losing 2-1 to the Rovers of Blackburn. Um, and, yeah, it's uh, I, I was reading... <laughs> I was reading one of the Forest like fan Twitter's uh, earlier. i two got Blackburn took the lead. Forest equalised, um, and then Blackburn stuck the winner in four minutes from time. Uh, but in the in the in the uh, during the match, Forrest went from having um, they've been trying to sign left backs. Don't know why we can't score goals for shit. But we need to sign left backs. Uh, we've gone from no left backs to minus two left backs now because uh, one went off injured and the other one got sent off and is therefore banned. Um, so yeah, Forest lose two one at home. Um, and just if anyone can find odds, because I've been looking for them for the past kind of half an hour or so. If you can find odds on Chris Hutton being the next manager sacked, I saw nineteen to one. It won't be that. It definitely won't be that high for that long because if you can find odds to get on them, because you know nine matches without a win, and you know it's not looking great. Would be uh, would would be my less than professional opinion, but uh, but yeah, two one loss.
0: Um, to save me the embarrassment, do you know who scored? <laughs>
1: I do, yeah Um, I'm going to tell you I predicted that uh, an ex-Forest player Would score um, Would score the goals Um, An ex-Forest player Did score the goals One of the goals But uh, not the one that I predicted
2: So it's uh, Daniel Ayala That that is a name familiar with uh, Long time viewers of the podcast For all three teams I was going to say Put your hands up if he's played for your team (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, Ayala and the Lenahan L E N I H A N for Blackburn, and <laughs> it's Matthew's test of the week, uh, Zinke uh, for Forest.
0: You see, that's exactly how I would have said it. But looking at some, looking at a footballer's name that's that long. With, you know, a Z at the start, I'm like, I ain't even going to go near that. Because Paul would be like, it's uh, actually uh, pronounced. It's
3: Dave. <laughs> I, I,
2: th- I think you'll find you will be going near it, because any time you need to go for a, a default Forest Gold score go that isn't grabbing, I believe that will stick in your mind for the next time you need to pick a that movement, you're go like, out. Oh, I need a player to predict. Uh, <laughs> Or
1: you
0: know Johnson because you know it's Johnson in it, so yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> um, Bingo. So it, it's it's very it's very much a well, everybody predicted that Forrest would win this, apart from the Forest supporter. Um, so so he he got points, um, and that was it. So, first half of the week, good, healthy, healthy number of points. Goals, goal scorers, predicted, predicted well. Second half of the week, not not, not that many. Uh, We had uh, uh, an entire game predicted with zeros. Um, Another game predicted where only one point was allocated. Um, I know what you're saying, What does it do for the week? What is for the week is this. Um, I managed to close out the week... (laughs) ...with one point. Um, I feel like I'm starting like I'm probably going to go on. Um, I'm going in reverse order. Stuart, your four points you gained in the beginning of the week... ...is what you ended with. Matt... Uh, one more point than Stew on five, which means our winner for the week is is Paul Williams, crushing it in all walks of life. What that means is uh, we get to find out what Paul team's gonna do with Stew t- Stew's team's sloppy seconds, um, by diving straight into Derby County versus Middlesbrough. The way we do our predicting is, if it's your team, you get to predict last. That way you can listen to everybody else talk about how great or not your team is going to be this week, and then you get to make a decision at the end. Um, Whilst completing the book, I have written down what I think is going to happen, and I'll just pepper those in uh, as and when I see fit. But, not this time, this time... I'm going to the man in red Stu Derby County versus Middlesbrough
3: well I might I've got something written down but I might change this on the fly so we played QPR they scored three goals Borough played QPR they scored three goals Derby played Hull. They scored one goal, so therefore Derby will play Borough and score one goal.
0: Interesting. So you're going 1-0 to Derby?
3: Not quite, because I also have Middlesbrough down to score one goal as well. So I'm not writing them off as much as uh, we have been. <laughs> so for the for the Middlesbrough goal, he's, he's on a tear... Stick stick out Jake Piastu down again. He's he's already shaping up to be probably the most important player in that season so far. Um. So so we'll go with that. Um. However, for Derby, if I'm if I'm going to go on that on that theory, uh, man, did you say that the time Jagielka? Yes. Will he play? play? Will Will he play, play against Borough yeah,
2: <laughs> can he can he act for, Can he act two games in the space of four days? I mean, he's thirty nine
3: or forty or something like that. But I mean, just he's, he's, got he's a a choice. choice. He hasn't got anyone else who can play. <laughs> no. just, just because I don't want to be really ash, stick stick Philip down in the book because <laughs> Jagielka's all got all kinds of craziness going on. So I'll go. will go. I'll go. Phil Jagielka to score. But if you stick Phil down, we we know big Philly style.
0: Okay, um, I have gone uh, a 2 0 to the Borough. Uh, a name that's going to be seen a lot by the signs of it is Ik Piazzu. I won what more? This is the point where Paul tells me he's not playing.
2: So he's missed the last two games. But I think there's hope that. The whole point of him missing the last two games is that he would be fit again for the weekend. So he might play.
0: It's good enough for me. I'm sure I'll be getting lots of points out of that game anyway. Matt,
1: I have gone 3 1 to the Mighty Borough.
0: I'm um, okay. Let's do this. Who's scoring them, their goals?
1: I've got Darby's goal is Ravel Morrison. Ah. They'll the old They'll get a game or two out of him before he goes... and gets off his tits on something again. So, you know, he's played for like 13 clubs. If he's only 28. It's mental. Um, and then it, it, getting the Lewis Grabber Memorial Award... Um, Ikpiatsu with a double,
3: and then just to kind of throw in somebody else just in case. Crooks for a goal. Paul said we were only to use those in case of a home game, though. I
0: mean, go on, then, Paul. Tell us how it's really going to go down.
2: Well, as previously discussed, I will be there in person to watch this game so this will be my first foray into live football this season um, I'd, so like think, <laughs> I'd like to think I'd like to think they'll have enough about them to be able to get a win so I will go for also
0: 2-0 interesting mm. scorers
2: um, I think it's a bit too much to ask for either piazzi or, or Crooks to score for a third game in a row. So stick me down for Haussen to sort of uh, correct his mistake from this evening by bagging one, and uh, I think there could be a first goal for Payero.
0: Okay, there we go. Um, now we find out what Stu's team is going to be up to by seeing how they deal with Fulham. I've got Fulham versus Hull City. Um, just, just throwing it out there. Just getting straight into it. Uh, a Hull City win. Yeah, why not? Why not?
3: Why not? It's I mean, well have known. He, have you seen the results?
0: It's well known. Not,
3: not, looked, not looked at the table recently, Andrew.
0: care. Okay. It's well known, but it's I that I hate points. I hate points. So I feel this is the best way to go about it. Just start throwing around crazy, crazy score predictions. Uh, I've got Lewis Potter and Wilkes to score two lovely goals. Hmm. Matt. I,
1: I, have gone. I've gone, I'm, I'm gone with. I've gone with four. Uh, to that, and I've gone three nil to Fulham.
0: Goal scorers. Uh,
1: Mitrovic with two. That's where I'm worried I've not kind of thing I think it's Carvalho?
2: Carvalho? So they've got a couple, haven't they? They've got a Carvalho, and they've got a
3: Cavaliero. And they've it's both it's scored recently as well. And they have both scored within the last couple of games. I think it was Car- perhaps the same game.
2: Yeah.
1: Carvalho. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Carvalho, yeah. C-A-R-V-A-L-H-O-O
0: it's in the book, Paul.
2: Uh, this might be the section of the podcast where Stu might want to close his ears. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go one better than Mister Moore. I think it could be a bit of a thump in this one, unfortunately. Oh uh, so I've gone for four nil.
0: Oh, Stuart has he has left the not chat. Not only
2: did he close his ears, he, 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 shut, his, he shut his podcast down. Just jokes. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah I I would like to put myself down for a Mitrovic hat trick (laughs) Uh, and you might have to put it down as Decordova Reed
0: or just Reed I'm, I'm just going with Reed yeah that's fine come on Stu tell these guys how wrong they are
3: Um, I'd love to but they're not Um, so I've gone slightly more optimistic in some respects but I've still got Hull to lose 3-1 Matt absolutely stole my thunder with the goal scorers because I've got the exact same goal scorers as Matt, so Mitrovic for two uh, and Karvalov for the the third Um, and as we brought him up earlier on and as I have a bit of a dislike for him coming back to the club he might as well make himself useful and try and at least get me a point in the predictions so um, he also scored quite a famous goal for Hull against Fulham back in the uh, back in the Premier League days so why not good enough time for Tom Huddleston to get off the mark pull your finger out lad get your hair cut (laughs)
0: Okay. So we've had a bit of bit of borough we've had a bit of hull. Oh, surely all that's left is Stoke City versus Nottingham Forest. Uh we're in a bit of a tricky situation here because uh the person that I would have gone to for this uh has decided to abandon us. So um I can tell you what I think. I think Forest are getting a win. Because I'm an optimist, I'm not an optimist at all. I just like, you know, I just like putting down the the, the home teams to win. Um, they're only going to score one goal, but uh, Lolly's going to get a goal. So, Stu, you're going to have to pick up the slack as Mr. Williams yep. has abandoned us and give us your prediction.
3: Well, has been called worse. To be fair, so um, I am unfortunately, for Matt, not as optimistic as you, Andy. I have gone with a one-nil Stoke win. Um, from the from from what I've seen of Stoke so far already this season, um, I have a horrible feeling that they're going to be there or thereabouts, playoff-wise, potentially. So. I, I see. I see them winning this game, um, because I have no other theory of picking a goal scorer. I've picked a name that I recognised in the lineup, so I've gone with Mr Sam Clucas who is a former Hull player. So I know that doesn't fit the theory of uh, all boys for Forest scoring against them, but um, yeah, I'll, I'll go with go with the ex Hull player on this one,
0: um, as he is still. Oh no, is there? <laughs> look at him he's right there
2: suspense
0: right there and as he's returned he can give us his prediction for Stoke City versus Nottingham Forest
2: Uh, yeah so in the same vein of the whole whole thing with Stu I think this is the section where Matt might want to close his ears Uh, as as strange as it would sound to say that that I didn't think Forest could open again with like four straight losses which I think they might have done at the start of last season I don't really know think this could be another one where they're going to get a bit of a, a bit of a pasting um, so I've gone 3 nil Stoke Jesus didn't think it would be that much
0: Goal scorers
2: Now i have to check this one Um but I would like Nick Powell for at least one Do you want to put a number on that or oh, no? just you know Yeah just going to be able to Powell to get one Um, But if he
1: scores
3: two he did say At least one so we can give him that one as well So that's two points No but then that's like putting an each way bet on So he only gets a reduced amount of points (laughs) Um,
2: Now I believe I may have overheard Stu say ex Man, But was he talking about Klukas or Timon?
3: Klukas did Josh Tymon used to play for Hull as well? Or why have you made that up? Not when, I've, not, not when I've seen them, but that's not to say that he hasn't. Because obviously I was uh, missing for a period of time, thanks to the LMs, as we discussed on Football podcast uh, previous. Stick me down for Tymon. Um, oh, he's actually from Hull. So you know, and uh, yes, but he he did he did play. For, he made five appearances for them. Yeah, I thought I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think he was like a. I thought they signed
2: him maybe like not from the academy as such, but he was a young lad when they got him. I think. Um, so Powell, Timon, and Surridge, please.
0: Okay, over to you, Matt.
1: Um, <clears throat> I'm I'm you know I'm wallowing in my pessimism at the moment. So I've also gone a two-one to Stoke. Um, I don't know. We, we seems to be scoring a goal, but just conceding two every match. Um, uh, which seems to be the kind of thing. So I've gone Powell and Surridge for Stoke. And, uh, you know, Johnson for Forest, And if Stoke are good, it's going to be up there with Derby being good. It's...
3: Ugh. I hate Stoke. <laughs> Don't think you're on your own there either. It's just miserable.
2: What After about uh, Arsenal fans love
3: Stoke? is that because they're just happy that they're not Brentford when they realise the kit's the same but the team's different pretty much
0: so as has been the way recently we've had not only a week's worth of games to predict but more games on top Um Looks a little thinner on the ground this week. From what I saw. uh, I only managed to find the one. The one game. Um, So if talking about Nottingham Forest was not enough. We get to talk about them again. As Nottingham Forest take on the Wolverhampton Wanderers. So. So.
3: Um, again obviously Matt's still switched off from uh, when Paul suggested that so just maybe uh, look, look away now if you uh, <laughs> if you're upset by the score I, I um, he <laughs> yeah, did um I I do I do agree with uh, with Andy's prediction from earlier it's about time Lolly got himself on the score sheet so I have got they're at home I'll give him a goal. So I've got Lolly to score one, but uh, for Forest. But unfortunately, I have got Wolves to score two. Um, picking the Wolves goal scorers in a cup game could be tedious because they might essentially change the entire side. Um, but I've 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 just gone for, for players from the first team on on the off chance. So I've gone for Traore and Neves.
0: Okay. Um I've gone for Forest to Win, obviously, because you know I'm a lunatic. Um it 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 comes uh every every season basically I just hammer the, the the team to win and win and win and win and win and then eventually what happens is I say this. This will be the last time I'll be picking forest to win if they can't sort the shit out. Uh, warning. I won one nil
1: method.
0: with uh, <laughs> with with Taylor to score. Paul. One one. One one. And who's scoring those goals?
2: Maiton for Forest. Um, I'll have to check is it th- I think the uh, they've got a, a young strike well I say young he still costs him like the best part of 30 million like That's what um, I think he's called Fabio Silva let me just double check though
3: you thinking the squad rotation's coming in then
2: yeah I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll risk Jimenez up top because of his he'll only just come back erm uh, Probably a silver, please.
0: Okay. Over to the Nottingham Forest fan to round us out for the week.
1: Uh, I've gone for a Wolves three-one win.
0: Scorers uh,
1: for Forest Carvalho. Okay, and the Wolves. I just plucked. I looked at their squad from Saturday and just picked names off the subs bench. Uh, Marquez two, and Campbell one. Their squad numbers are in the seventies. I'm like, bound to play in the EFL. Oh yes, <laughs> EFL yeah. Cup. Yes, please. 75 and 78 I think their squad
0: as <laughs> so I was like yeah get them on <laughs> so to my knowledge my limited knowledge what that does is uh, finish finish the predictions for the week I was going to word that differently and realise that it was going to sound all kinds of wrong that finishes the predictions for the week <laughs> um i believe that will bring us to the any other business section um so i offer that out to you gentlemen because as we know i i never I i kind of i i kind of did have uh have some like new stuff but we don't do news anymore so uh i guess i guess this that
2: perfect, this would be the perfect place to bring it up
0: then i saw some it's not it's not uh it was Something about Spurs, so it's not even, you know, but the the local newspaper had assigned their football correspondent, their football reporter, um, and Spurs have refused them a press pass. So, uh, so that's 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 yeah. nice of them.
2: Sounds about right. That's happened. That's happened in the Northeast before. I think the uh, the Northern Echo was once banned from out Liverpool United games. So normally, oh. where so normally where they'd submit like photos of the game. Apparently, they were getting like artist's
3: rendition sketches <laughs> <of> the game. <laughs> well, yeah, but the, the, the surely like the court artists are quite well used up there anyway. So. Oh. The, uh... <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just just remind everybody that I am the Hull fan, so you know. I was just going to say <laughs> viewing, stones viewing and glass houses.
2: Viewing and listening figures in the sort of. Hartlepool TS postcode just go absolutely plummeting through the, uh, the floor. Ah, or, I can't,
0: I can't through, or, all. or through the roof because somebody's like, Here, have you heard this podcast that te- keeps talking about us?
1: <laughs> I <laughs> think yeah. Newcastle Lee Ryder, who was like the beat writer, writer for the for the Newcastle Evening Chronicle, he was banned for a while because he talked shit about Mike Ashley. I mean, if he's going to do that, then he might as well ban most newspapers. And Billy, uh, I've got his name now, Billy Davis had people banned from Forrest as well for, for a while. Again, for talking shit about, about him as well, because uh, thingy. But yeah, yeah I think it's, it turns into a quite commonplace kind of thing it's, uh, trying to try and keep people on side. The only other, um, there you go, That was that was it. Um, the only other kind of thing we kind of continued it on from last week with that Messi leaving was then the Barcelona presidents announcing that they're 1.15 billion in debt which is it's mind-blowing and it's I know we've talked about it several times but it's just the story that keeps on giving and it's just I mean it just shows how ruined football is. You know, one one of the biggest clubs in the world and they're 1.15 billion in debt and there's just... yeah, And then they're trying to sign players. It's just mental. It's absolutely
2: mental. Well, the thing with that is, the thing, surely when someone in the sort of finance sector said to them, ooh, lads, we're uh, we're quarter of a million pounds in debt here, would well, they not sort of thought, hmm, it's, 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 quite, it's quite a lot, that. Should maybe try and do something about that? And they're just like, Nah, we be fine. We'll just let it increase by almost five times that before we start to do anything. Well, I suppose it's that thing, isn't
1: it, where once you've signed a contract with a football with a player, you can't do anything about it. you sign signed a f- five-year contract with a player, it's like, uh, right, we need to not pay you anymore. And they're like, Hmm. I think you'll find uh, that's a legally binding contract, and uh, no, I- I'm not going anywhere. The other, the other mental thing that I saw was that um, if they would have signed Messi to the in terms of the contract that he agreed to, to, um but if they'd done that before he became a free agent, they would have been able to sign him. But because he became a free agent and they were signing him effectively as a new player, couldn't sign that contract. So. Congratulations, you are one of the richest clubs in the world but also apparently one of the worst run in the world. And that is saying something because between us three or four, we could give shining examples of poorly run football clubs.
2: Well, my, my football club almost went out of business 32, 31 years ago. So, no, that's terrible maths again. Five <laughs> years ago. Nah, we've, we've, yeah, we've all been
1: guy's like, it's, it's just it's
0: shocking anything else gentlemen before we close this one down well thank you all for joining me thank you uh, for helping these people get through the weekend and coming weeks games with all of the possible information they could need to make the right decision when betting a lot of money on football I will see you all next week, I'm sure, but until then, I say bye, bye, bye-bye.
1: Recording stopped.
0: So there we go, what did you think to that? Another one done. If you watch us on YouTube or just listening along, it's all good, it's all good. Do drop comments to wherever you get your podcasts. You can uh, jump over to thecookiecast.com, get some contact details or social media links or things like that. Just let them know how you're getting along and that you're subscribing to the podcast. So that's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then. Bye.